Hello, I am Lori Wendra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wunter, and thank you for listening. Let's talk about alignment today. I'm not talking about spinal alignment. I'm talking about what does it mean to live and be in alignment with your soul? How do we get there? This void that so many are feeling as we go through our transmutation of energy, that energy is moving us on a different path. It's moving us on a path of that alignment to live aligned to our soul path and our soul journey. That includes living with everyday intuition, trusting your compass, knowing when it's adjusting and when you are adjusting, loving yourself and loving others, even in all the craziness, maintaining a calmness, a peace about you, knowing how to de-stress, how to find energy and how to release access energy, finding joy, gratitude, happiness in being in the present moment, no matter what that is, and stopping the mind spin of worrying about the things that you don't even know are going to happen. Sounds nice, right? That's what your soul is wanting, that imbalance. And let's start with our intuition. We're intuitive beings by nature. So why is it we aren't able to just use our intuition? Let that speak for us. We walk upon Mother Earth that has a natural vibration of love. So why is it so difficult for us to find love in ourselves and others? Why is it so difficult to have that unconditional love without any tethers or expectations. And everything is energy, and we have access to energy because we're one with that energy. And if the universe has all the answers in the universe as stated as energy, why can't we have access to that? What are we missing? Let's talk a little bit about energy. Our energy fields, our energy bodies, our physical, our emotional, our mental, our spiritual, are built to host, contain, and use both masculine and feminine energy to be in balance. The feminine side of our frequency creates more of the energy around intuition and knowing and love and compassion and happiness. And yes, you can be a man with a feminine energy at just as equally as you can be a woman with masculine energy. I'm talking about our energy fields, our host system, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, has the capacity to host, inhabit, create, and use both masculine and feminine energy. The feminine energy is that knowing, it's that loving. It's the frequency of love and heart and compassion. And the masculine energy is the analytical frequencies, which are based on actions and doing. That sounds like we should be pretty darn balanced. So where do things get kind of messed up? Well, you can't think your way into using your intuition and you can't think your way into love and compassion and you can't love your way into strategy and action. You need both the masculine and the feminine and they need to be balanced or used at the appropriate times. 
You can consciously move your energy from your mind to your heart, so why don't you do that? Well, we can do it naturally, but some things along the way have become unwired or unlearned because at one time we did know this and we've forgotten or we've been conditioned to live and be another way and not trust ourselves, not trust that alignment that we have. Our intuition functions from our emotional body and the mental body then creates the actions and the strategy for those actions. We've been taught and conditioned to function from the mental body. Think things through before you act. Think before you speak. Have a plan before you do anything. But where did we become so locked into that analysis paralysis that now we overthink everything and we never act or we act based solely on thinking? Where did that disconnect from the love and the intuition helping to drive the action? Well, we really want to use our intuition in tandem with our mental body. And there are some things that, honestly, you'll need to unlearn. Some things you'll need to work on to bring that natural balance back into your own being. Let them work together, side by side, versus fighting. The question, is it heart over head or is it head over heart? Well, why can't it be both? The mind is pretty powerful. And through the mind, we can create shift and change. And we can begin to drive our life to what we want and what is in alignment for us. Just like through the heart, we can carry the energy down into the heart and bring calm and peace and joy and happiness. So where are all these answers? And I want to just say, stop looking outside of yourself for it. No amount of Orion channelers, ET ambassadors, UFO enthusiasts, mediums, psychics, witches, goddesses, or beings from the fifth dimension will change anything in your life unless you find the courage to shift your perception about yourself, the world, and everything related to energy. Understanding that you are energy and you are connected to everything. Through higher consciousness, see yourself in the world in a different light. You allow yourself to see all, not just the loveliness about ourselves, but all of yourself, including the shadow pieces, the times when you get frustrated, when you lose your temper, or don't have the patience at a given moment. This direct experience of reality can yield direct knowledge that actually has the power to make changes in your life. No number of messages coming through space from interdimensional beings or communications from our ancestors or communications from angelic beings, ascended masters, distant worlds will make you feel at peace if you don't know yourself. And self-knowledge doesn't come from the outside. It comes from the inside. You are marvelously balanced. The masculine, the feminine energy, it's through social conditioning, upbringing, situations, events, beliefs that have created this offness in you. But the answer is to listen to yourself. The only problem with it is that you must have that self to listen to. And that takes time, courage, willingness, and a practice to hear you and not hear the voices of everyone else around you. Those voices of teachers, parents, bosses, co-workers, TV, radio, movies, marketing, magazines, boyfriend, girlfriend, or friends, those voices from past or current, 
If you aren't able to discern your inner voice from others, if you are unsure of who self is for you, if your heart is asleep and you live in your head, then listening to yourself might not be available to you. And that's the work you get to do. I'm living my life passion. I'm living my purpose. And I love what I do. I love connecting people with their loved ones, angels, guides, delivering the messages. But I also watch people's energy. And I think what they're wanting me to talk about today and the messages that are coming through is that sometimes we're not ready to hear those messages or sometimes we continue to look external for the messages that you have already heard. You already have the answer. You already have access to that information, but it's the self-doubt. It is the not trusting yourself. It is where have you become out of alignment that you are now seeking external to what you already know internal. When I work with clients, I watch their auras. And the best I can describe it is that you look like a Christmas tree with all vibrant lights. And some people might be all one color. So for example, you might be all green lights. You might be all purple lights. And maybe there's a blinking light or a dim light. So in all purple, maybe there is a very dim purple light or maybe there's a red light or maybe it's no light in one area of your energy field. Those are the areas that I poke into. And what I'm discovering now as we're going through this transmutation and our evolution of our energy is that those energy fields are shifting because oftentimes we are out of misalignment and the misalignment comes because we're not sure of ourselves. We've stopped listening to our hearts, to our intuition, that inner voice. We've turned our listening to external voices, external teaching, external things that maybe are there to guide us, but only guide us, not tell us what we need to do. That action part needs to come from our internal voice. If we look at the term brainwash, it is to make someone adopt radically different beliefs by using systematic and often forcible practices or pressure or a process. Group think comes in here. You can be simply driven or led or brainwashed, sometimes without knowing it. And that's why we say brainwashing, but never heartwashing. Have you ever heard the term heartwashing? The heart cannot be deceived. It always knows the truth, even when the mind is blind. We never say heartwashing, simply because the inner self knows. The heart knows. When the inner self is awakened, listening to itself, it becomes a priority. This is your inner guru. Do you call yourself a guru? Your guru? We've completely forgotten how to connect to our spiritual core. We forget our heart. How can you forget your heart? How can you ignore your inner voice? How is it that we allow the outer voices to have more control or be louder to us or have a greater impact on us or over us beyond our inner voice or ourself? That is what often harbors depression, anxiety, and fear. This is where stress, overwhelm, and numbness creates the energy in and with which people find controls their life force. They've lost that connection with their inner heart, their inner voice. 
This disconnection from yourself is the cause for mental breakdowns and illnesses. It is the mind and the physical and the heart shutting down for you to get back into alignment. It's like a computer reboot. Shut the power off and start again. We have an inner void that we try to fulfill with all kinds of stuff or addictions, but none of this is actually satisfying our core. Being dissatisfied with the way things are, and many people are looking for that alternative, something that satisfies both the materialism and maybe a religion promise that gives us this eternal life, but it fails to provide the sufficient guidance and spiritual comfort to live life that you actually have, where you are today in this moment. This is the time to look at self and to look at the energy of self, to open your being to your inner voice, your heart, and your energy, using those external voices or reasons or educations or teachings as a guidance. Not everything can nor will it apply to you. Stop looking for it, but rather allow it. Get into a force versus flow. Let things find you based on the vibration you put out into the world. Intuition is about feeling and your compass is based on feeling. Now the question they want to ask next is, can you feel or experience something without having an expectation as to what it should be? Can you really feel? That's part of your heart. That's part of the feminine energy in that vibration. In other words, do you analyze the heck out of everything? Do you need to know? One of the biggest shifts I noticed when I left my corporate world and began my channeling full-time was how easy it was for me to let go of that need of having to know or thinking. Just allowing the brain to relax and not having to have a list of what I might think I need. There were times in my transitionary years that I would frantically write just to empty all the thoughts from my brain. I call them my transitionary years because for many years I channeled and wrote and taught full-time as well as I had a full-time corporate job. And my brain was just moving faster than my pen could ever write. But over time, that has slowed and that has shifted. And it feels like it's more real time. I don't feel like I'm racing to get caught up. This is when oftentimes we have thoughts that just spiral around and around and around. And those thoughts are no longer spiraling around like the force of a tornado. We get back into feeling those thoughts. It's that feeling of always having to be prepared versus trusting the moment that you have right now and knowing that all you need will be given to you at the moment that you need it. And yes, in our 3D world, there are days we do have to make lists and we do have to be prepared. I'm just thinking of all the kids going back to school and you have to remember their books or their homework or their lunches, what time they start. I mean, those are important third dimension. But I'm talking about using your inner compass and your love and your intuition to help you find those places of peace and love and joy and happiness, helping you de-stress feeding your body with good water and healthy foods, feeding your heart with love and compassion and joy. And yes, also feeding your mind with healthy things, not stress thoughts of to-do lists and what's next. And oh my gosh, I can't forget to say this in the meeting tomorrow. It's becoming in alignment and balance between all energy bodies, our physical, our emotional, and our mental feeling confident in where we are, and trusting that confidence in yourself. 
I think what is so important about this particular podcast is we're in the midst of heavy transformation. And in that alignment, it can feel off. It can create stress because it's new or it's different. Or we feel we should be doing something different or know something different. And it's perfect just the way it is. I suggest that you keep a notebook by you and keep track of those random thoughts. Create a place to capture the messages that you pick up from the universe. Those messages that maybe your inner voice is telling you or what's being broadcast to all of us right now in this place of transformation. As an author, a teacher and public speaker, I'm aware of trends. I'm aware that if the universe is dropping messages to me about alignment, it's dropping those messages to all of us. I just have my radar turned up to pick up those messages. But you could easily turn up your radar also. If the universe is dropping in information about new healing modalities or new mechanisms of teaching or leadership or coaching, those messages are available to all of us. But what's cluttering or what's stopping you from hearing those messages and hearing messages of fear and mistrust and inaction? This is about knowing yourself knowing your inner voice and creating the space to listen to your inner voice as it processes the messages of the energy of all that's around us. And just a reminder, in the world of vibrational energy, low vibrations will magnetize to them low vibrations and high vibrations will magnetize to them high vibrations. High vibrations are grace and love and happiness and joy. Examples of low vibration are anger, frustration, stress. And the law of more is more always applies because we are human magnets. So make it a regular practice to be aware of your energy, to be aware of where your thoughts are, where your mental body is, and where your physical body is. Are you comfortably physically and certainly where your emotional body is? Where's your heart? And are all of those things aligned to a place that you can receive the messages and trust them? One of my practices is to get in water. And recently, I was taking a break out in my pool. I had no music on in the backyard. It was quiet except for the birds singing and noise sometimes in the background. I was just floating and looking up the quick moving clouds as they were going by. And I picked out one that was particularly interesting and I watched it. And I watched it morph from an image of a cardinal. And in my mind's eye, I could almost see the black markings around his eyes. And then I watched that same cloud morph into a woman dancing with her arms flying in a big skirt that moved with the breeze. And then the same cloud changed into the mouse from the sugar plum mouse king that made his famous debut in the nutcracker. And finally, as that same cloud swept away and beyond the houses, it became a dragon until I could no longer see it. And what in my mind's eye and my heart all see in that moving cloud? I allowed my senses to take in what it was seeing, what it was imagining, references to the past. And then I closed my eyes and I paid attention to my human senses. What could I smell? 
I could f- smell that faint smell of chlorine. What could I hear? I could hear the hummingbirds fighting above me as they were flying back and forth to the hummingbird feeder. And I heard a blue jay in the distance and then a loud car that I then allowed my imagination to think of it racing up somewhere fun on this warm, sunny afternoon. I allowed my mind and heart to wander. I allowed my body to relax and I felt, I listened, I understood, and I absorbed all the information and the energy around me without any expectation. And from that moment came this great message about alignment and about just calming and being aware of those layers of our being, our physical, emotional, mental, how powerful all of those work together when we are in orchestrated energy. In a time where the world is moving so fast, it is important for you to slow down, consciously creating those practices that allow you just to be, allow you to go back to your heart, to your mind, to ask yourself those questions. Where did I learn this? Where does that thought come from? Why do I do this particular thing that might sabotage me, slow me down, create fear in my life? Allow yourself to look at the self that you are, that inner voice. There is the magic. And in that magic, you listen to your intuition, you listen to your heart, you listen to your mental body. You connect here to your divine highest self and you honor that. You honor that internal voice above and beyond anything external to your being. Know you, do you, be you, and most important, love you. This is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.